G'day everybody, Matt Ellis with you for the latest edition of the Cricket Library podcast and a real treat for us today, we get to hear the genital Simona story. Simona, that's one's a bit shorter, bold, gone straight through, Bolton misjudged the length, it was a bit quicker, a bit shorter from Simona and the Meteors strike, they get their first wicket. The Victorian skipper who's gone, Nicole Fulton, bowled Simona for 29. It's one for 68. The young lady who grew up in Bangladesh represented her country at a young age and then made the big move down under to Australia to continue pursuing her dream of being a full-time professional cricketer. She'll take us through the highs and the lows of the journey so far. We'll hear some insights into her aspirations for the future. And of course, we'll ask her who the three people are that she'd most like to invite to the Cricket Nets. It's time to sit back, relax and enjoy the Genital Simona story on the Cricket Library podcast. It's a very warm welcome to the Cricket Library podcast, Janatal Simona. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for inviting me and thank you for people who is listening at the same time. Yeah, we've got some great listeners around the world and, and we, love, we love sharing stories uh, about people who love the game of cricket and that's something that you definitely have as part of your makeup is you've got a real deep love for cricket. For people that don't know, um, you, you grew up in Bangladesh. Can you give us a little bit of a background of what it was like for you as a little girl growing up in Bangladesh? Yeah, I, I grew up in Bangladesh. So my family is a Muslim. I belong a Muslim family and also at the same time, Sports is not that common in our background. Even my family background, no one's do sports. And also my neighbors, they, I never saw anyone play professional sports. But yeah, when I grow up in the child, my neighbors and my friends, they play uh, lots of sports in the backyard. Yep. But yeah, it's like more likely all the boys keep playing. So I am all, only one girl there like, playing doing sports and yeah my parents are like very happy how I do when I I was kids but I was a bit different to the other kids when I was growing I was very much into sports I love to play all the there have a couple of other games like not only cricket soccer basketball handball and yeah cycling lots of games I used to play and I have more passion than other kids like I growing up and I have aim on life. It's like I want to, I want to be an athlete. Either is, I'm very good at soccer. I used to be very good in soccer. So I always looking for I want to be a, 
uh, athlete and it's like my dream from childhood and i'm so happy to i have very supportive family as i mentioned my family is like muslim and also like sports is not only i am not because of the girls it's like no one's in the boys or anyone's play sports in my family before so i'm so lucky to having like this family who is very supportive helping me to uh help me to fulfill my aim what i'm looking for so yeah and and what do mum and dad do for for work back at home my dad working for government and my mom is housewife ah oh, very important job that one that is a very <laughs> very important job do you have brothers and sisters yeah i have two siblings i have two sisters and one younger brother and are they athletic as well uh not really to um, it's my family like my dad always like want us to do studies studies everything in our life when we are growing up so that's very surprising when people saw us like especially me how i like being a cricketer because my dad like they have nothing else in our life is give the priority without a study so yeah like we are very much like career oriented and study 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 something like this which is funny when i think now and when when did you when did you realize that you loved cricket when did like you mentioned you played soccer uh, obviously uh, someone like elise perry she she was a very good soccer player a very good cricket player as well um talia wilson who we've spoken to on the podcast here as well she was a very good hockey player and um ended up choosing cricket how how did you end up choosing cricket so um, i used to watch soccer a lot and that's how i love soccer and always cristiano is my favorite i always dreaming for oh, lots of people going to cheer for me in the uh, ground and yeah it's like i always wanted to be the like one of the key player rivers looking for it and then i realized like if i, I as i'm going in bangladesh bangladesh is not good at soccer and then i realized maybe if i play soccer no one even recognize my skill and everything then yeah. i then i realized like cricket is the one of the biggest sports in bangladesh so i should play cricket rather than soccer so i can be the same in cricket field but i feeling so good in this age i i'm talk, i'm talking about i am maybe 5 or 6 years old and that time i re- realized that so i feel like so good in this age i have this realization and yeah. i think like i choose the right sports as well yeah and and did you have an opportunity to play in in teams like in australia boys and girls grow up they do the woolworths cricket blast and then they join a local cricket club or or play at their local school what were the opportunities like for you to play cricket as a young girl yeah i um i had a uh, when i before 10 years old i just used to play in front of my house backyard like the other with the other kids but when i was like 10 i 10 years old i started playing like kind of semi professional we don't have like cricket class or any program that time and when i started cricket there have no age level cricket back home as well so i play mcl like recently i debuted in um for acp so similar kind of tournament in back home when i was 11 so my maximum other teammates was like 18 plus something like this and i'm the youngest one playing with them so it was pretty 
special for me but yeah i start playing leather ball cricket or like more professional kind of semi professional proper cricket when i'm 10 years old but we don't have that much op- opportunity during this time like age level or cricket club something like this so yeah yeah so so you you were playing with adults from when you were 10 yeah. and 11 years old yeah i do it's like kind of is a history by say this perspective i don't think so that in this young age no one plays this uh, like prof- like high level cricket or kind of semi professional level cricket during uh, i mean in this time i don't think so in bangladesh no one's playing this age so i was like kind of youngest kid in the team wow wow that sounds really exciting as as a youngster to have that opportunity to to learn the game that way when did you when did you start bowling off spin so i i used to bowl like pace and i i was like wicketkeeper when i was starting my cricket but one day i had a study i'm going i'm going to say this thing soon like my background where i had a study from it's a sports school in back home it's called Bangladesh Institute of Sports so it's like high in higher i mean high school is you are allowed to study over there but you need to get uh, get the exam and everything you need to show you are you are right people you are good at sports and then you get the opportunity to study over there so in the trial camp i been over there and one of my coach told me i think you're not that tall enough for a baseball <laughs> which is very true and i also realized yeah that could be happen and i also realized like baseball i always have lots of injury so yeah. maybe i should choose spin and then my coach asked me to bowl some spin and within like one session he just she's just very impressed about my turn and everything and she suggests me like you should ball spinner so okay fine i really like how i bowling and that's how i started when i am like 12 years old sorry 11 years old 11 or 12 something like that time i started off spin but i was very good wicket keeper and i can ball pace but my wicket keeper skill was good yeah yeah and and involved in the game a lot as a wicket keeper as well Yeah I used to when I start playing I used to keep and ball at the same time which I really enjoyed like I get two opportunities not <laughs> only bowling so yeah Oh that's great that's great now you you're still very young when you make your debut for Bangladesh uh 2018 uh you're playing against South Africa tell us a little bit about the lead up to making your debut and and how you found out you're going to be representing your country yeah they have some interesting story i supposed to make my debut a bit more early 2015 i get call for national team that time i just only 14 and 15 kind of but i couldn't make in the team and 2016 again i get in the squad and i had a tour in ireland I supposed to have debut in 2016 but we get we only get uh, one opportunity to play over there in Ireland and all the games is washed out so oh. I was bit hopeless <laughs> So 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 you were thinking you were thinking you were going to actually make your debut in Ireland 
Yeah, and even one match, we already my coach already put my name in, but we don't even had the toss or anything. Oh. So <laughs> like they were official games, and yeah, and then I was very young, and I was looks like very young that time, and all the new coaches coming, and I just always out of the team. So it's like more likely after I. In the team, 2015, I'm just out and in the team. And then, yeah, 2018, after again two years long wait, I get opportunity for playing for Bangladesh, like lots of drama kind of. And then, yeah, it was very special, one of the special moments in my life, finally, what I was looking for. As I mentioned before, I always in my childhood team, I want to be a cricketer. They have no other profession I was looking mm. for. So, yeah, it's like very special moment for me and like my family. So, yeah, but unfortunately, I didn't play well. And also, I didn't ball yet for Bangladesh team. Yep. Like, I didn't ball any single de- delivery. So, yeah. But, yeah, it was like kind of like mixed feeling. Especially, it was very special for the debut, but I'm just not happy about the performance. But yeah, it is what it is. Like, um, it's a good learn for me. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I was about to, about to say, cricket is a great sport for learning, uh, learning about yourself, learning about how you deal with disappointment, and obviously that disappointment in Ireland of being ready to play. You've been really excited, and then it rains. And then yeah. you have to wait two years before you get that next chance. And I, and I imagine that excitement would have been building over those two years as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's like kind of like I was like always, oh, when I'm going to get the opportunity. And even not only that, I was in that team a couple of times, but I was like only 12 men. I get, didn't get the opportunity. So I always like, when is my time coming? And when I get the opportunity, I was pretty nervous. It's like, very young you cannot hold your nerve or something so but yeah it's all right it's a good feeling but it's okay that uh, like i'm not happy with the performance for sure yeah yeah and you're working very hard to to try and get more opportunities obviously yeah yeah now um were, were you overawed at all like there's some pretty big names in that south african team Did, were some of them your heroes yeah, I really like um, Shabnam uh, pace bowling. I remember when I came, I go for batting. The couple of um, like uh, players just led me like, oh, baby coming, which is funny. Like I was very young and I looked like more younger. Like I looked <laughs> like 17 or 16. And yeah, I remember like when we had a net with the other people and they have some boys come to our nets and they asked me, how old are you? Like, are you are you fourteen or fifteen? Which is so funny. So no, I'm playing national team. You can't ask me like this. I'm eighteen <laughs> years old. So yeah, it's good though. But yeah, um, yeah, I just like this is my first international experience, and I feel like oh my god, they are two good men, and yeah, especially that time, uh, all the right now we were playing maximum was in the team. And I saw the Laura's patterns. Oh, how classical she is. 
and also Dan when nice leg spinner and also she's very good captain at the same time. Cap also bowling so well. So this is kind of full stance team of South Africa and I I and then I realized what the international levels looks like. Yeah, and did that inspire you in in the sense that you saw you you in and around that group? Uh, you, you get to spend some time. You're still in the squad when Bangladesh win the Asia Cup tournament as well. Is that right? Yeah, I was in the team as well when Bangladesh win the Asia Cup, and it was on one of the like even in men's and women's history. This is the major cup we win, so it was pretty special, and we get good awards from cricket board as well. So yeah, it's like the the vibes and environment was so good in Asia Cup time. Lots of supporter, and it's very close game. And India is big team, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would just be uh, an unforgettable experience to to beat one of the best teams in the world and and just be a part of it and and soak it all in. Yeah, yeah, that was so good, so special moment. Now. You decide to come to Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about how a young lady in Bangladesh finds a way down under, down to Australia? What what led to, to that decision? Yeah, it's like I was, it's 2019, yeah. Um, I had my ACC exam and also I just finished my ACC. I had a little break and I also, there have been one, Bangladesh women's team is going a tour in South Africa and I unfortunately I couldn't make it. I was a bit like upset and, and then at the same time I get a push. I feel like I can go overseas and play some cricket around the world and Australia was always my first priority as I know Australia women's team is the best in the world. So that's the thing I just would like to justify myself like just judge myself and at the same time i would like to learn learn the new skill how they play why they are so good you can say explore myself so that's the thing in the off season i feel like i can go over there and play so i had a plan for camp here for three months only three four months play mm. the um, uh, premier cricket in sydney so that's how I came, and then I ended ending up still I am there. There have like COVID going on, and also there have like I tried to go back home a couple of times, but yeah, I I couldn't make it because um, of the COVID restriction. That oh. time I couldn't go, and it was like not pre-planned. I lived here, so it suddenly I changed my mind and I start liking the lifestyle and especially. When I realized I can play cricket here as well, so it's not makes me feel that bad. Yeah. So that's the thing I really enjoy and enjoy to live in Australia. And at the same time, I can play cricket, especially now I'm in the good competitive cricket I can play. So I'm happy about how I'm going. Yeah. But the main purpose of me to come here to learn this new skill and explore myself. Yeah, that's that's really. That's really exciting uh, to hear how well you adapted to to change because it was a big change coming over here. You think you're only going to be here for three months. The whole world shuts down essentially during the, the COVID pandemic and then 
you've just adapted and you, you've you've made it uh, a really positive experience. Was there anything uh, particularly hard? Like what was the hardest part about moving? Yeah, especially like um, I had to study back home in boarding school. So we normally don't do anything other than doing a sports and a study. Like we don't cook, we don't go grocery shopping or we don't know. We don't need to go anywhere. Like everything is ready over there, and it's like we just focus on our study and sports. That's it, and yeah, enjoy your life. That's it. But when I came here, it's like lots of thing I have to do by myself. And yeah, in the our school, we not normally allowed to go outside, so I don't know that much about outside world. So it's yeah. like huge chance for me. So um, I, now I need to like do my shopping, groceries, and <laughs> cooking myself. I never cook back home, so that's a like huge chance if I compare. But it's always good for learning, and I feel like I'm getting more so strong, and also just like I know how to manage myself. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah. Have you enjoyed Australian food? What's the yeah yeah the, the has that been an easy transition to to get used to the Australian culture and and the the Australian food in that respect? Yeah, I really love the culture and food at at the same time. So I'm normally don't normally if I compare with back home, they eat, they eat like more spicy and more masala stuff. So I usually like how we grow our family. We don't eat that much masala and spicy food so it's like very okay with me and I love the food and I remember once my friends they came to World Cup here and they just said to me oh we are really struggling the food how do you survive it is funny but I'm very good with the food I love the food here oh that's great and uh, who have been your biggest influences since being here Who who's made made a big impact on you from a, a cricketing perspective and I guess a personal perspective as well? Um, yeah, it's like kind of my decision and also one of my coach, he always asked, told me if you do over there well, why should you come back or play here? So it's up, like it's like always my family also tell me it's like up to me if I feel like I feel good here. They don't have any issue. They're just supporting me, which is good support, great support from family. And also, I realize if the lifestyle is, I really happy with the lifestyle. As a woman, I'm very much independent. I can do whatever I want. No one like bother or no one disturbing me, which I really love about. Yeah. And yeah, I, uh, that's the thing. I feel like this is really nice. And also... I'm just happy with the, how I'm playing cricket right now. And also, I um, I like know lots of cricketers. they also playing for two countries. So it's kind of similar to me. Like, I feel like, why not me if I am doing well here and get the opportunity? So, yeah. Yeah. And who, who are some of the cricket people that you, you've enjoyed spending time with in Australia and learning from? Yeah, especially like when I playing Bankstown there have a couple of cricketers Ash Gardner and um, Rachel Hans uh, Alisa Healy they are my teammates over there I'm really good with them but once I came in Canberra I'm just uh, 
more connected with my other teammates, spending more time with them. Especially, I would like to mention Katie Mack. She's like great cricketer, good cricket sense. I always learn from her and always uh, like look how, how fit she is, how knowledge. I always love to chat about all the way cricket perspective and also Holly. She's great leader. Such a supportive teammate. So yeah, especially I would like to say they are very nice. I would like to say all the teammates are very nice. But if I would like to mention a say two people, a couple of person, they are they are like Holly and Katie, very supportive and very like good um good model for me to learn from them. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had Katie as a guest on our podcast oh, a couple of years ago now. She's a, a wonderful human being and very dedicated cricketer, very hard trainer and always looking to get the best out of herself. And, uh, out of herself. and she's really done a, a wonderful job uh, down there at, at the ACT Meteors. Yeah, she's doing a really good job and she performs so well for us. She's a great leader. We are happy to have her as a captain. So, yeah. Yeah, and um, let's let's talk about your move to Canberra. So you 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 played at the Sydney Cricket Club, then you went across across to Bankstown. Uh, had had a really good time down there at Bankstown. You made the team of the year um, playing for Bankstown um, in the Sydney Women's Premier Competition. Yeah, I'm feel like good. Like I'm feel a bit lucky at the same time. Like my first. Yeah, I play for Sydney Cricket Club, and we are in the we are we make the championship. And my last two years, Bankstown uh, was when I joined the Bankstown team. It's like not in the top of the list, like kind of bottom of the list. And then we make the semi final back to back, and yeah, and I'm happy how I perform. I was like back to back second highest wicket taker for the competition and I was like making the team of the year back to back and yeah it was very it was like very good competition in Sydney Premier Cricket and very I really enjoy the vibe and the competition over there and I'm so lucky to I play all the way uh, like Premier Cricket and coming WNCL so I know like it's boost up my confidence at the same time so yeah I'm just I'm just very thankful. Like I'm very glad to playing this competition over there. And who who gives you the phone call and says, um, "Would you like to come down to Canberra?" Or is that that something that you organised yourself? Yeah, it's um, it's um, me and my manager. We organise by ourselves. So. I think Canberra, they are looking for an office cleaner. So my manager asked me, do you like to go over there and uh, trial for it, uh, give a trial? And see, yeah, I was looking for the opportunity to the next level. And I feel like, oh, that's a great opportunity. So I think there, our coach, John, asked me for trialing. And then I've been there twice and have a trial. So, and then John said, like, we are happy how you perform but at the moment that, that time they already contacted all the players so it's a bit late for me mm-hmm. and then then he asked me if I am interested I can come in here in Canberra and practicing with the team and if I do well they'll have a 
opportunity for me, open the door for me to playing. So I take the rigs at the same time. So yeah. I moved all the way. It's a big move. I don't know that much people in Canberra. So arranging houses and living by myself quite hard. But I always, as a person, I always love to take challenge and I always think outside the box always. Yeah. So I get the opportunity from, uh, I get um, practice from ACT team, cricket ACTs and everything. I get the facility to use the indoor and whenever I would like to practice. So which is really, I'm very much thankful to cricket ACT, all the staff and coaches. And yeah, and then finally I make it. Yeah, yeah. Tell us tell us about the the debut down at Wade Park in Orange. I was fortunate to be there uh, for both of those games down in Orange, a beautiful, beautiful part of New South Wales, country New South Wales. And there were lots of, lots of fans at the game, lots of kids getting autographs and uh, you, you got to make your debut. Tell us, tell us a little bit about the lead up to to that game and and how it felt to get that cap for the first time. Yeah, it's like when I know I know I'm gonna going to Orange before I know I know I'm going to play. So it was like I'm not sure I'm going to play this game. So I just know I'm gonna traveling with the team. So which is like okay because you don't know you're gonna play or not. But still, I was like positive. And the next day, Jono called me and said, like, you're going to play. Uh, it was very, very emotional thing for me when I know that. And at the same time, it was very, I was very excited at the same time, like when I'm going to play. And when I've been to the Orange, such a nice, nice place over there. Some lovely ground facilities wise. And yeah, my teammates also very welcoming me, which is nicest part of, of course, on my debut, how they welcome me. And yeah, it's like I was very excited, but I tried to not be. And yeah, I was nervous at the same time. And the atmosphere is so good. It's like, looks like they're welcoming me. <laughs> Actually, not that come to watch our game, but it's, I'm very glad that lots of people come to watch our game in WNCL didn't came that much supporter normally the great atmosphere the vibe and then and this is so so good and feel like so special to make the debut in this crown i should remember this it was like one of my best memories so far yeah yeah and and then you get your first wicket lauren smith lbw the what what what, what are the emotions like you deliver the ball big appeal and then the reality of your first WNCL wicket. How long did that take to sink in? Yeah, I, before I playing this game, I was watching a couple of girls, like starters. And then I saw a couple of girls, you know, like a couple of girls, they, they like play a couple of games, but it still didn't get any wicket. It makes me, oh my God. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that's not nice. Like sometimes like, after four or five games, if you play and didn't get any wicket. And so, and once I start bowling, there have a couple of chance coming. And I don't, I was thinking maybe I am the, I am this unlucky person as well who not get the wicket in the table. I was a bit neg- negative, honestly speaking. And 
yeah when i get those it was it was pretty special and yeah how how my teammates cheering for me and uh, well uh, uh, like it was so nice like once i get the wicket and yeah so oh, okay finally i make it otherwise i feel like oh i'm the unluckiest one <laughs> but yeah <laughs> that's so good yeah and then some wickets in 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 the game on the sunday as well so you you're starting to feel a bit more comfortable and a bit more at home in the team yeah if my first game i was especially my first two overs whoever watched they said me you look very nervous and i was very nervous and yeah i thought like after my first two overs the done my captain gonna not give me my bowling anymore because i didn't bowl how i bowl normally yeah sometimes it's like nerves going on but yeah I'm, my captain understand my situation and he gives me the ball and i i also do it well i'm just happy about it but after my second over done i fast two over as like oh my god my career is done <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well done katie mack there for keeping you in the game and then yeah i'm so happy like my captain give me opportunity and i prove myself no i'm better than this ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good that's really good now um outside of cricket what are your what are your interests i know you're a south sydney rugby league fan um do you want to tell us a bit about that and maybe any any other things that you do outside of cricket um that you find really interesting Yeah like I normally don't I used to not watching NRL that much when we are I was in back home but when I came to Australia and yeah it's like I started watching on TV they have some games going on and try to learn what is that and I've been to the in the games couple of times and then yes oh that's so cool and i especially i really like little michel i'm big fan of him so <laughs> that's the thing before last year he was like playing for roosters and yeah we just make fun always like i asked him to come rabbit holes and that's why he make it <laughs> and i'm so happy now so so, <laughs> so, yeah. so south sydney fans have you to thank <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm very happy like he's in um in rabbit holes and yeah it's like good combination about him and me now. <laughs> <laughs> and he is such a great player good to watch and yeah very, I really like his game how he play always looking for the opportunity. So yeah. Yeah and and outside of outside of watching watching the footy is there any any other things that that take your interest? Yeah, I I do some cricket coaching. Mm. Like when I have off time and I really enjoy it. I love to spending time with the kids and um mm. I have really good um good relation with the kids who I'm teaching and I feel I get always good positive feedback and always enjoy that time. It's very refreshing like it refresh my mind and I really enjoy cricket coaching with the kids. and also i like to spending time by myself relaxing home and also i really like enjoy the natural beauty export the food culture in different country food culture and also i always love to um visit natural places 
Oh, yeah. Oh, there's lots of beautiful places down in Canberra where you can go and just take in take in the scenery. Um, yeah, I took my family down there just before Christmas last year and we had a great time exploring around Canberra. So a good good oh, place for that kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's the thing I really like about Canberra. It's like more green and a bit quiet. I, it's like goes with my personality. And yeah, I really love Canberra. It's so, such a nice place for living. And, and probably the only downside of Canberra for you would be running your two-kilometre time trials in the middle of winter. <laughs> yeah, I remember when... when I am here and we had some couple of running sessions very early morning, like 7, 7 a.m. is very early morning in winter and I had my snow jacket on and I laughed. <laughs> 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 uh, it was like fun of it because it's so cold. There have no other way I can run, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like five, five six degrees Celsius and yeah, I just put my snow jacket on and I started running and I couldn't even move. It is windy and I'm so heavy once I had this jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's that's a that's a funny picture in my head there of you trying to run around with your big, <laughs> your big jacket on, trying to keep up with with the group. Uh, <laughs> be very very hard to get going in those conditions. Now, um, to finish off our interview, our favourite question here that we've asked lots of people and got got such a good range of answers to this question. Uh, and it's sort of based on the idea of often people ask who you'd most like to to have over for dinner and and that kind of thing. But but we're cricketers. This is a cricket podcast, so yeah. we we want to have we want to create a dream net session for you. If, if yeah. Simona's having a cricket net and and she can have whoever she wants to come, who who would you like to invite and and why would you have them there? Yeah, I'm gonna invite for sure cricket player. So I'm gonna like I'm my favorite cricket player, like favorite batsman. I'm gonna invite Virat Kohli. I'm gonna have it. I'm very excited and happy to like bowling him. And also I'm gonna invite Nathan Lyon. Yeah. And also he, he's my favorite office spinner. And also I'm gonna invite Sakib Al Hassan. So he's my oh, yeah. favorite all-rounder so it's like combine like my I want to bet like Virat Kohli honestly I want to bowl like Nathan Lyon as a bowler and I'll to be um, all-rounder like Saki Hassan and I invite all my three favorite cricketers so I can learn from them and can I can bowl them and yeah it I think it will be my dream next session oh that sounds outstanding that stands outstanding. I, I would, I'd love to be there to see that happen one day. And um, thank you so much, Simona, for spending some time with us. I, I really think you have a powerful story. You, you're a risk taker. You, you've backed yourself and you, you've done lots of hard things to get where you are today. And it's really encouraging to see uh, where you've got to so far. And, and we're really excited to see where you're going to go in the future and, and keep chasing those dreams and keep believing in yourself. And, um, yeah, we look forward to seeing your story unfold further. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. And hopefully I can do something well better than now in future. And, yeah, and hopefully, inshallah, I can feel my dream at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us. 
A massive thanks to Simona for joining us on this edition of the Cricket Library podcast. Inspirational stuff. What a wonderful journey she's been on so far. What a brave young lady she is, taking the risk of leaving her home country and coming somewhere new to pursue her dream. And and we really hope to see all of those dreams come to fruition in the future as she continues to evolve as a cricketer and become the best that she can possibly be. And, And we're right behind her here at the Cricket Library. And if you enjoyed that story, no doubt you'll enjoy plenty of the other great stories that have been told on the Cricket Library podcast over the years. We've been going for many years now and our aim is to share stories with you that inspire you to love and play the game. And I think Janatal Simona's story is definitely one that will do that and as are lots of the other ones. And you can do yourself a favour and do us a favour at the same time by hitting the subscribe button, telling your friends, sharing on your social media, doing all the things that get the word out there to let other people know about the Cricket Library podcast because we'd love more listeners on board and more people to get to share in the joy that we have in telling these stories. And we've got more on the way as well. So keep your eye out on the podcast feeds. Plenty more great stories to be told. This has been Matt Ellis for the Cricket Library podcast. Bye for now.